Hey there, welcome to the Easy Aging Show. My name is Michelle Zavala and I'm your Easy Aging Expert. Each week, I'll bring you tips and strategies that will energize you as you take small, fun-sized actions to upgrade your mindset and get clarity on who you are and what you truly want. With this, you'll have the freedom to go after your dreams and start reveling in the juicy moments of midlife that make your heart sing. So grab a cup of joe or a glass of the red and kick back because your glory days are just getting started. Hey there, Easy Agers. Welcome to the first episode of this year. Woohoo! Quick note, if you haven't heard the previous four episodes, please go back and listen to the Refresh Your Year series. Now, these episodes are a fantastic primer for moving into the new year or moving into a new quarter or moving into any time that you are ready for a new start. And specifically, I wanted to note that the episode right before this one, Refresh Your Year, Create a Delightful New Year by Taking a Midlife Look Back, that has a wonderful exercise to help you close out last year and step into this year. As we wrap up last year and move into a new year, I thought it would be the perfect time to reflect on some valuable lessons that I learned last year and to set the stage for an incredible new chapter this year. At the end of each lesson, I'll leave you with a simple exercise that you can do to get the most out of all four of them, all right? So let's dive in. Lesson number one, work with the frustration. Mel Robbins says frustration is a sign you've outgrown something. Now, when I first heard this, I was like, wait, what? And then I started thinking about it. And the more I said it to myself, the more it resonated with me. Because when I think back on my life, not just last year, but my entire life, I have to tell you, my frustration has led me to some beautiful, beautiful things. So I think there's great wisdom in what she said. Frustration is a sign you've outgrown something. Here's an example. One of my most recent frustrations was where I was when we were all going through the pandemic. I lived in Fort Worth then and didn't have a ton of friends yet. And then the pandemic hit. And then I was sitting alone in my cute little home for how long? A year, two years, whatever it was. (laughs) I was really frustrated about my lack of friends and not having a church home and not feeling connected to the city like I did in San Antonio. There's nothing wrong with Fort Worth. It's a beautiful city, but I just didn't connect. And then after thinking about it, I realized I didn't have the energy to start over. I didn't have the energy to start making friends, to go into events, just networking and doing all the things required to settle in properly. So I prayed about it for a while and made a quick move back to San Antonio. A few months after I was here, my brother and sister-in-law came in for a visit and my sister-in-law, Esther, oh, she's so cute. She looked at me and said, you look so happy. And I responded, I am happy. (laughs) I found a great new church that I love. I love the people there. I love the folks in my life group. They're fantastic. I'm volunteering at the church. I'm volunteering in a few other places. I'm looking to get more involved in the community. I love seeing my friends again. In spite of the frustration and the tears and the disappointment, a beautiful thing came out of all that. A beautiful thing happened when I realized I had outgrown my situation. And with that realization, I was able to take an action. So your homework is if you are currently frustrated about something, take a moment to figure out what exactly is frustrating you. Is it a person? Maybe you're trying to grow and spread your wings and you feel like they're holding you back. Is it time to release them or at the very least spend a little less time with them? Is it a place? Have you outgrown your job? Have you outgrown your current home? 
Is it the way you do something? Have you been doing something the same way for many years and it's just not working anymore? Or maybe it has you feeling like you're in a big old rut. Figure out what's frustrating you and decide how you can change it or update it or tweak it in some way that's going to benefit you. Lesson number two, take action. A few episodes back, I told you I was stuck. I knew I was in a funk and something needed to happen. I was just so stuck and getting so tired of waiting. I thought, just because I'm waiting for an answer in one area, I wonder where I can get a quick win in a different area. What can I do to help me perk myself up, get more confidence about myself, and just feel better overall? So I started asking these questions. What am I good at? What do I enjoy? Where can I quickly see progress in my life? How can I improve my health? How can I improve my mindset? Well, those last two questions are always on my mind. (laughs) I'm always asking myself, how can I improve my health? How can I improve my mindset? But anyway, so I started thinking about it and ridiculous as it sounds, I realized I'm really, really good at working out, at exercising, at moving my body or movement or whatever you want to call it. So I decided to take action and get back to my walking. A little bit of a backstory here. When I was living in Fort Worth, I walked every day, weather permitting. The neighborhood was lovely. The streets were easy to walk, no hills, and I could even stop by the grocery store and pick up a few things on my way home. How cool is that, right? But when I moved back to San Antonio, I realized my new neighborhood was nothing but deceivingly steep hills all the way through it. So after the first two weeks, I could barely walk because my knees were hurting so badly. I finally just had to stop walking in June and I haven't done a whole lot since. And that was like probably seven months ago. Granted, I've been doing other activities regularly like Pilates and strength training and hot works, which offers infrared heat workouts. But when it came to the walking, I noticed that I was pulling back. I was being overly cautious. And then I thought, well, this isn't me. What am I thinking? I normally love pushing my body to its limits. But I was shying away from the walking. And I I honestly couldn't find any good reason except that I was playing it so safe. But then I thought, well, why don't you just hit it hard and see where you land? The main thing was that I decided and I followed through. And that's what matters. I took an action. It wasn't a pretty action. (laughs) (laughs) It was not pretty at first at all, but I did it. And now that I've been doing it for a few weeks, it's helping my body as well as my mindset. I mean, I actually look forward to getting my morning sunshine as I walk because it helps me set the mood for the entire day. And that is crazy important. Taking action gives you a new level of confidence, even when you're taking action in a completely different area than what you're stuck on. Now, this can be anything from enjoying a hobby to volunteering to babysitting the grandkids. Just decide to do it and follow through with the action, okay? Lesson three, simplify your life. I like simple. Simple is good. Simple is actually great. The simpler the better is always the right choice as far as I'm concerned. A few ways that I'm simplifying is getting back on the decluttering wagon and and making a few trips to Goodwill and to the dump. Fewer things to manage in my home means fewer things to dust. Yay! Another way I'm simplifying is to go back to using a bullet journal instead of using so much technology for my to-dos and other activities. I'm also cutting back dramatically on television time. When I stopped walking, I started watching more Hulu and Netflix. To help me simplify here, I paused my Hulu account for 90 days, which I do pretty regularly. 
And my Netflix account is generally turned off most of the time. I'll hop on it maybe every four or five months. I'll binge my favorite shows for a month and then I'll stop my subscription again. This has always worked really well for me and I don't feel like I'm paying for stuff I'm not using. To replace this time I was wasting, I'm giving my brain a daily workout by reading. All right, this is me. Can you hear this? This is me getting on my soapbox about reading. So here we go. Reading is so amazing for your brain. It, it, it improves your memory, it increases your focus, and so much more. To be clear, when I say reading, I mean moving your eyes back and forth across a page or the screen. I am not talking about listening to an audiobook. There's nothing wrong with listening to an audiobook, but listening doesn't benefit your brain the way that reading does because listening is a more passive activity. Reading is interactive. It requires a little more brain power on your part. That's how you get the workout. That's how you exercise your gray matter, friend. If you want to learn a little bit more about the benefits of reading, check out episode 62. Read your way to an exceptional life so you can relax and be at peace starting today. More reading means more brain power and that's all there is to it. One of the easiest ways I found to read is with a Kindle Paperwhite. Y'all, I was anti-Kindle for so many years because I was a purist. I love the feel of a book in my hands and the pages as I turn them. I will never get a Kindle. And then I tried a Kindle and realized what I was missing. So <laughs> now I love my little Kindle because it's cute and it's tiny and it fits perfectly in my purse so I can take it with me anywhere I go. As an FYI, because I'm such a fan of reading, I've created a resources page for you at michellezavala.com forward slash resources. And at the top of this page is a link to the Kindle that I'm currently using. I think you're just going to absolutely love it. I also have a number of books I'm recommending for your personal growth and development. I'm still building out the page and more recommendations will be added. But for now, you can get your Kindle Paperwhite. You can download some of the books I've listed and start giving your gray matter a beautiful little workout in 2024. What do you say? And our last lesson is lesson number four. Allow yourself to be bored. Last year, I decided to get really, really good at doing nothing absolutely nothing. By that, I mean no phone, no book, no television, no, no nothing. Just sitting on my couch or my backyard swing for a few minutes a day, doing my very best to not think, to not strive, to not do anything. Honestly, it takes some effort at the beginning. Trying not to busy your mind with something, whether it's a game on your phone or social media or texting or whatever, it's in these moments of boredom that creativity often strikes. I have had some pretty incredible ahas and creative ideas during these little moments of nothing. If you want to start learning how to be a little bored, set some boredom breaks into your day. Just set the timer for two minutes and take a deep breath. Relax your shoulders, relax your mind, and allow yourself to be bored. I mean, who knows what fresh ideas and solutions you can come up with. So there you have it, my friends, four simple lessons to carry into the new year. So let's recap. Lesson number one, work with your frustration. Frustration means you've outgrown something. So figure out exactly what you've outgrown and how you can tweak it or update it or change it for the better. Lesson two, take action. Taking action gives you a new level of confidence, even when you're taking the action in a completely different area than what you're stuck on. Do something to get a quick win and give yourself a little kick in the seat of the pants. Lesson three, simplify your life. 
This can cover so many areas. It might be decluttering your home or simplifying your technology or, or watching less television like I'm doing. You may want to simplify by getting back to reading or doing the things you used to love. And don't forget to check out the resources page at michellezavala.com for links to recommended books and to the Kindle Paperwhite. Lesson four, allow yourself to be bored. Set two-minute boredom breaks in your day and do nothing. Just embrace those moments of stillness and see what incredible insights rise to the top. As we bid farewell to the challenges and triumphs of the past year, let's step into this year with open hearts and a huge commitment to making this year the best year yet. That's it for today. Thanks so much for joining me. And if you are not already an Easy Aging Insider, go to theeasyagingshow.com right now to sign up and get your free gift. I'll see you in the next episode. And until then, peace, love, and blessings to you and yours. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening today. If this show has helped or encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You'll find directions on how to do this at theeasyagingshow.com. And to connect with other Easy Agers, come on over to my free Facebook group, Easy Aging for the Baby Boomer and Gen X Years. See you there.